Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, oh so yeah. His 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Well, 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 look who it is. It's another episode of 40s on 40s. So it seems you've returned to us. But this time, the advantage is ours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because we got drinks and we got tunes and shit. We have our brotherly love. That's right. Our our passion for 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 forties and top forties. Lots of oh <laughs> dang. Wait, wait, this is really awesome. I don't think he even knows right now. I don't think he does either. But I'm definitely gonna keep recording. He's though. calling he's calling for a, a, a lover to meet him at the oh, man. at the wall. Wait, this is really exciting. I kind of wonder if he knows, if he's going to, like, realize we're in here. Oh, he's totally bailing. This is so weird. Like, why? <laughs> I was not expecting... <laughs> like, who was he calling to and for what reason? I don't know. Like, by a wall? Okay, so he's, like, an older guy. He's wearing a leather kind of oh, trench coat looking thing. Oh, there's another guy flashing at him. But it's, like, a strobe. Shit's really going to... <laughs> The guy's annoyed that he was flashing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, just just so that we have context, we're currently in this uh, in this parking lot, we're doing our recording, and there's a guy in a leather trench coat who has gotten out of a car and is now talking to somebody over a concrete kind of kind of separator between the parking lot and a house that's right next to it. He handed him a bag. It almost looked like a like a. One of those, like, beer, like, those cardboard boxes of beer or something? Or was it a bag? I don't know. Is this dangerous? Is this, like, drugs? I don't know. I'm a little confused. I feel like... My paranoia is, like, slightly starting to turn up. Right. I'm like, eh, is this safe? Do you think we should relocate? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, what else are they exchanging if not drugs? I'm not sure. Like, why would... I mean, we've exchanged (laughs) varying amounts of music equipment at weird hours. Not like over a wall and hidden by darkness. And not with strobe lights. (laughs) Strobe lights are kind of questionable. Well, here's the thing. If if we start to go, (laughs) it's kind of... Our leaving might alert them to our presence. But we're also... We're also in a area where we can easily beat a hasty retreat, so. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. What do you think? You want to move? Uh, part of me does. I think I think moving would be safer than staying. Yeah. But. I, I'm kind of tempted to agree. <laughs> Damn. I mean start of the new episode already drama's happening right yeah this fucking this is juicy shit man shit well but it doesn't really look like anything is oh they're just talking though no there's this is definitely weird <laughs> you don't meet in a very, like... you don't meet in a, in a secluded parking lot by a wall hidden by trees in darkness and exchange a black bag of something <laughs> like there's no way that's not weird. Like, that's weird. It's not normal. That's true. That's, when you put it like that, you make a good point. Well, perhaps it would be in our best interest to relocate then. What do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I think we should leave. <sighs> Probably just to be safe, right? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a take two of this podcast, <laughs> so we'll be we'll be right back. Enjoy this intermission in the meantime. Sipping on some forties, yeah, yeah. Talking about the forties, oh yeah. Forties are forties, oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, so uh, take two. <laughs> Welcome to uh, another thrilling edition <laughs> of Drugbusters. <laughs> I'm your host, Detective Hansen. Detective Rossi. And we're on the case. We're going to bust some goddamn drug deals out of these streets. <laughs> That was so shady. That was legit like a leather coat, a leather coat wearing, bag swapping, strobe light using deal. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what else that could have been. So what I think, I think that the the leather coat guy is like mid rung drug level dealer, and I think he was giving like his stuff to like the local dealer. Oh, okay. I think that's what was happening. That makes sense. Maybe the maybe the leather coat guy was like the manufacturer, but that makes I have no idea how this works. So like maybe the mid level guys don't even deal with the trading like exchanges. So yeah, not not having been in the drug dealing business myself, I'm not entirely sure how how that works. But uh, yeah, that threw me askew. That was <laughs> that's not the right word, but <laughs> it was very unexpected. I wanted to talk about how I saw. The Imagine Dragons natural music video at a restaurant. Oh my god, I did too. Can we talk about that really quick? Wow. He like turns into dirt because dirt is natural, I guess. I guess. But also... But there's like shots of worms. Oh yeah, that's right. But okay. but there's also like they're playing in a grassy field. Yeah. And like the one guy like has that like <laughs> he has that bass that's not plugged into anything and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> he's like going so hard. Um, yeah, I actually, I was at, um, I was at City Walk, so we actually saw Bohemian Rhapsody together, the, the Queen movie. Yeah. We saw it with a group of friends, and it, it made me feel things. Um, but before that, I was getting dinner at, at City Walk, and they have that, they have that, like, big, that big screen that plays, like, the music videos to all the songs that are being played, like, over City Walk, you know? Mm. And, um, that was where the, that was where I saw the natural video, and the whole time I was eating, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and... <laughs> I was with Eva and we were talking about it like really loudly and like annoyingly and like the table next to us I think heard us because they started watching it and they were also like wow what's happening so it was really funny um yeah there was a lot of blood dirt and worms yeah yeah. I was distracted but yeah it was lots of it was terrible let's just get (laughs) let's get on I don't want to talk about them any more than we have to uh, I the, brought them up, but it's like a... <laughs> well, the only other thing I'm going to say is that I opened Spotify today, and it was like, Imagine Dragons has a new album out, and I was like, Jesus already? Are you serious? Did that just happen? Didn't... <laughs> I feel like... Didn't someone kill them already? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly they're just robots. <laughs> they can't be killed. What if they decide over a deal where they're like, after we die, like, our likenesses could still be used to further produce, like, car commercials? 
uh, they're really being pumped out because I on the radio I also heard like an advertisement for them and damn it was a little interesting because they they used like the chorus of the natural song but they only had the vocals playing so oh. it was it was in, it's always interesting when you hear isolated vocals right. well they kept all the effects added to it but okay it's like damn he's singing really hard that's kind of cool but huh. the song is kind of bad and it sounds it still sounds sort of artificial and like whatever i don't know yeah you know and just looking at those lyrics again like after we did that episode i looked over them a second time it was like wow it really doesn't make any sense yeah they're good at that yeah you could say they're naturals at it (laughs) (laughs) oh they worked really hard damn um well anyway let's um let's try to get back to some normalcy here and crack these open and see what we got um josh what do we have here today oh today we have victoria which is one of the preferred beers from mexico nice for me um i like this i like pacifico a lot too Wait, nice. no, is like is Pacifico from Mexico or El Salvador? Uh well I know Shit. Corona's from Mexico. I'm not like a Pacifico, but anyway. Uh yeah, Victoria is really good. Wanna say Tecate is from Mexico as well? Uh yeah. Tecate. Tecate, yeah, definitely. The suspense is killing you. It is. Just wait. I'm just sitting here clenching. It is Mexican. Pacifico is Mexican. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A lot of good Mexican beers out there. Oh, yeah. Let's crack her open. <laughs> see what we got. Ooh, ooh yeah, yeah, girl. Okay. Yeah. We tried it. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do it twice. <laughs> Sometimes it gets caught on there and you gotta, you gotta jiggle it a little. Anyway, cheers, buddy. Cheers. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah. Very refreshing. The beer pleases me. <laughs> In ways that only no man can. can. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> no no mortal can satisfy me the way that this beer does. <laughs> I was going to say, like, the pleasure sensors in my brain are all like, woo. Yeah, like they're on a roller coaster or something. Yeah, and they, they just—they were at the—they were at the peak of it when the suspense was building about where the beer was from. But now that we drank it, it's like the downhill part, where it's like exciting and there's turns and possibly a water spray at the bottom. Yeah, you know, I like to go literal with my metaphors. How come we don't get more fan mail? Um, well, I think that's because we never provided an address, Josh. Why don't, why don't people give us, like, I want hard copy fan mail. Oh, well, really quick shout out. We need to get a P.O. box. We do need a P.O. box. <laughs> that's actually something that we need. Um, but also, well, that's true, because how else are we going to receive all the fanfic that I'm sure is being written about us <laughs> right know. now? Um, <laughs> anyway, no, but, um... We, I just wanted to reiterate this again. We actually have someone supporting us on Patreon. Yes. We have somebody giving us $10 a month on Patreon, which is amazing. Um, it's very validating. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just a crazy thing to go to our Patreon page and be like, holy shit, 
we actually have money being given to us to drink beers. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. So thank you again. Um, it really, really, really means a lot. Um, shameless plug, if you're interested, patreon.com slash voice on 40s for all of your donating needs. If you become a patron, we'll send you fan mail. That's true. We will. So how about them nuggets? Well, so the... So... Uh... <laughs> Rosie Chavez, our first pa- patron, actually is going to be getting a sticker in the mail, uh, a 40s on 40s sticker, which I am actually printing and should be arriving sometime in the next couple of weeks. Excellent. And when it does, it's going to get mailed out, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a big-ass, quote-unquote, full-color sticker, because there's only, like, two colors in our format. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's going to be really nice. You can proudly display it anywhere you like. Just on her face. Just where is it on your face? Again. Could you imagine if someone got a 40s on 40s tattoo? Could you even imagine? Uh, that'd be cool. <laughs> but we need to rewind because I need you to appreciate that instead of saying, how about them apples? I said, how about them nuggets? Oh, dude, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah, how about them nuggets? <laughs> how about them nuggets? Damn. I mean, them nuggets is golden and crispy. Speaking of nuggets, there used to be a fast food deal where you could get 40 nugs, and 40 is the same number as top 40 music. Oh, shit. So. I see a pattern. <laughs> Illuminati. No. Let's... Keep asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude, okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen a dollar bill, man? <laughs> no. It's shit that's on the back of a dollar bill. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant dollar bill, man, was like another conspiracy oh, meme. No. I was going <laughs> to be like, oh, Jesus, what is it? Um, there was some article that was posted recently, and I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but they were like, flat earthers now believe that the earth is actually shaped like a donut. <laughs> And I was like, that is simultaneously the stupidest, but also the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, uh, but I was like, you, 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 I'm assuming it's not real. I'm just going <laughs> to benefit the doubt, assuming it's not real. If it was real, I'd be like, if you look up and you don't see another continent, then you're wrong. Because <laughs> you would definitely see that shit. <laughs> If you could see stars in the sky, it means that you'd be able to see another fucking continent above you if we were shaped like a donut. <laughs> that is 100% accurate. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, basically, someone played way too much Halo and was like, you know, the rings could be real, right? And so it was. And the Lord saw that it was good. Yes. Um... What's the music? Yeah, let's get into these. Let's crack into these bad boys. So, um, starting with the top five, um, it looks like number one is still Girls Like You, that Maroon 5 song. still there. This is, goddamn, this is its seventh week as number one, which is preposterous to me. But I guess some people are into it. Okay. Maybe it's just Adam Levine with like 50,000 laptops all streaming it. <laughs> it's all bought. Yeah, it's all bought. 
Um, after that, Sicko Mode is number two. That's Travis Scott. Um, Happier, which is the Marshmallow Bastille song, is number three. Lucid Dreams is number four, so it's still hanging out. And then Better Now, which is that Post Malone song, is number five. So that's the top five. Um, ooh, I actually don't have number seven. Teen. Prepped, but I'll, I'll figure out what that is and we can announce it later. But... That brings us to number six, which is actually a new song. It's called Z ZZ Zeze. Probably ZZ. Yeah. It's Kodak Black uh, Wait. featuring Travis Scott, I believe. Did Kodak Black do something we really didn't like? Kodak Black did something that I surprisingly liked, actually. Okay. Um, I remember him having kind of an interesting delivery style. It was kind of like higher, I think. I, I don't remember, but I remember that song actually made... I think it barely cracked my top five. I think it was like an honorable mention one one season. Mm. So, yeah. Could be could be good. Who knows? Let's, let's find out. Let's find out. Yes. Night calling in a phantom. Told them, hold it, don't you panic. Took an island, felt the magic. Drop the roof, more expansion. Drive a coupe, you can stand. She love bitches undercover. I'm an ass and titty lover. Yes, we all in for each other. Now that all the dogs free. And we out in these streets. Can you do it? So, uh. So, a lot of Z shit. That was kind of cool. That 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 uh, steel drum part was chill as hell. Yeah, that was. I enjoyed everything about that. It was kind of simple, catchy. Yeah. Nice and fucking melody. Good spacing. Yeah. Part of me almost wishes like the kind of the deeper like 808 was just not there, just so I could hear the the steel drum a little better. I, that, I could definitely vibe with the the groove with the music on that track though. Yeah. Yeah. That totally. Was, like the lyrics are like whatever but the delivery was kind of chill and like relaxing it wasn't annoying and yeah. like the the repetitive like symmetrical reverb about the end of each phrase of like the chorus was kind of fun yeah like that was uh that was i was down with that yeah it was really enjoyable um that being said it's a couple of lyrics I just wanna wanna peep game at really quick while I'm thinking about them. Um, let's the see. Verb, the verb did a good job of making you feel like you're slightly intoxicated. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, firstly, yeah, it just yeah, it just had kind of a, a woozy vibe to it. I would say um, Z shit refers to um oh i already forgot forgot the name of it but it's basically like haitian? yeah it's like a haitian term where it's like you refer to each other like in uh like z names um but it's basically it used to be like a crew that was all of haitian descent but now it's like basically expanded to anybody who's haitian and kodak black is haitian so pretty chill I actually wonder if any of the other guys are also Haitian, or maybe not. That'd be interesting if they all had, like, a little bit. Um, but the <laughs> the first thing I thought was really funny, there's a line where he says, I go in her mouth, she can't tell me nothing, 
which that's a pretty basic line. But what I found really funny is that <laughs> the lyrics that I'm looking at. Wait, what comes before and after I go in her mouth? Uh, oh, I go in her mouth. She can't tell me nothing. 300, the watch is out of your budget. That's the line. Mean mugging got me clutching in the stick right out of Russia. Okay. So, you know, take from that what you will. <laughs> and what was the other one that's even better? Oh, well, so, well, before we move, before we move, do that, the, the, the line itself, I didn't think was like, you know, it's, it's pretty dumb, but the thing I found really funny is that the lyric sheet that I'm looking at right now, um, the, the ad lib that happened after the, she can't tell me nothing. It's like an, uh, uh, like mm. that kind of sound, but it's spelled here E G H C K. So it's more of like an, ugh, ugh, ugh. Which I find just hilarious to look at. <laughs> like, I have no idea why you would type it like that. <laughs> but it's very, uh, it's very inventive. That was basically my only reason for putting that in. Uh, the other line, of course, which we both, <laughs> which stood out to both of us immediately, <laughs> was she, wait, let me see if I can find the full line. Um, I'd be, I'd be sipping on lean. Oh, wait, no. Hit that Z-Walk. Dickies with my Reeboks. I don't say much. I just let the heat talk. Your jewelry water whip. Diamonds like Re-Rock. My little baby ride the dick like a seesaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I don't know if, if young Kodak Black is familiar with how a seesaw works, but <laughs> generally, <laughs> there's, there's two sides to a seesaw, right? And when you when you sit on one end, the other end goes back up, right? That's like how the balance works. So when you ride someone's dick like a seesaw, does that mean that there is an equal balance of pressure that is going out of another side when one moves on said dick? Or does it simply mean that she is going up and down in a fairly basic motion, but that for whatever reason it reminds Kodak Black of a seesaw. Yeah, it's it's just the motion of up and down. Cause I think it'd be really funny if that meant that there was like another person in the room that was also doing the same motion. <laughs> like there's some secret third party that he's not telling us about, but he like is alluding to because of the seesaw metaphor. Mm. I feel like that would make the line a lot more interesting. Um, maybe I'm looking into it too much, but I just think it's, <laughs> I just think it's one of those lines where you're like, I'm sure you could have rhymed that with something else, but Seesaw's pretty funny. Seesaw's good. <laughs> I guess Seesaw works. It's playful and fun. <laughs> 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 Seesaws, playful and ru- playful and fun. Josh Rossi, 2018. Yeah, gotta quote you on that. Um, well, just like riding dick. <laughs> 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 playful and fun, just like riding dick. <laughs> yep. This should be like a PSA, like commercial. <laughs> Bring your kids to the park. We have seesaws. They're playful and fun, just like riding dick. <laughs> on that note, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the last time I was on a seesaw. 
To be honest, I remember the last time I was writing dick. <laughs> it must have been a memorable experience then. It was great. It was fun and fun and playful. Fun and playful. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh man I'm trying to think If there's any other Like Metaphors that have been used That are similar to Seesaw's Like Well There's the infamous line Um Oh man Who was it I think it was Young Thug I think it was Young Thug Oh man Sorry if I'm wrong about this But I'm too lazy to look it up But They were infamous for saying She blows that dick Like a cello (laughs) It makes no and you're like, that's not how a cello is played, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I think it was Lil Yachty. It was Lil Yachty that said, "Blow that, blow that dick like a cello." <laughs> I mean, he knew it was wrong. He was just fired. No, dude, he didn't. No. There were interviews later where people made fun of him, and, he, and he's like, "No one told me. I brought that song in. Everyone looked at it, and no one called me out on it." It's like, yeah, probably because they thought it was intentional because it's so ridiculous. Um, anyway, from then on, there was always a joke about, like, maybe if you blow on the cello really hard, you can play it. <laughs> like, just at the right angle. Um, anyway, I don't know. This, this was a perfectly serviceable song. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> like it's if it if it came on at a party, I'd be like, oh, listen to that lovely backing track. I'm down. Yeah. Some of the like sometimes I think about Spinal Tap and how ridiculous the lyrics are for their songs. Because mm-hmm. it's like a total parody. Mm-hmm. But the lyrics of top forty music today are on the same level of ridiculous. Oh, for which, sure. Like, which is Funny and not funny Because it's like Kind of making fun of That pop culture Is like that Just sort of dumb And crude And like silly Yeah But it kind of really is Especially now Uh, Maybe it was the same back then But it seems like More so now Yeah I mean That's actually A really good point I'm sure that Well I'm sure that There were bands At that time That were also coming out With lyrics that were Like equally as ridiculous But they were serious Yeah. Yeah Um like, if you listen to, like, a Motley Crue song, you know, there's a couple songs in there where you're like, oh, wow, this is a legit... <laughs> Although, I guess Motley Crue kind of always had a tongue-in-cheek vibe about them. Like, I kind of got the feeling they were sort of in on their own joke a lot yeah. of the time. Like, they did, like, you know, they did, like, Dr. Feelgood and songs like that. Mm. And you're like, this is clearly, like, them just going over the top for the sake of going over the top. But on the other hand, you've got Spinal Tap songs like Sex Farm, <laughs> where, again, if you, yeah, like, listening to that compared to other songs now, it's like, oh, yeah, it's not even that far out of left field. There's, like, a lot of hilarious metaphors in there that actually work. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple that are, like, hilariously, like, question, like, kind of don't really work but kind of work mm. one of which i think my favorite in sex farm specifically he at one point he mentions bothering your livestock which i was always like what does that mean is that like <laughs> is it like foreplay or is it like just straight up like <laughs> i don't know just the concept of bothering livestock is like what could that 
What could that allude to? <laughs> um, anyway, it's definitely lots of uses of the word plowing in that song as well, which is really funny. <laughs> it actually, I. <laughs> Thinking back on that movie, I realize that song is played when they're playing at the, like, the VFW. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. There's, like, yeah. Anyway. Spinal Tap, great movie. Go see it. I actually had a friend that hadn't seen it. It was like, this needs to change. Yeah. Um, well, should we... Next song. Should we move on? Let's do it. I'm just having too much fun, Josh. (laughs) talking about silly euphemisms um okay so that was number six number seven is uh young blood which was the uh five seconds of summer song uh number eight is drip too hard which yes is a song that still exists i didn't make we we didn't have like a fever dream about that it was real uh which brings us to number nine 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 um nine yeah, that too. Um, which is another song by Halsey, who we have gone over one other time on this podcast. Uh, I can't remember what song she did now, but I remember us liking it. Uh, this new song is called Without Me. Let's check it out. cool yeah um yeah i liked that her her voice just retains this sort of sincere emotional quality yeah totally it's interesting because like i feel like a lot of well i don't know that's not exactly correct i was gonna say a lot of voices with her with like her specific vocal quality i don't always get the same like vibe of like sincerity out of for whatever reason but with her it it like i don't know you can really feel a lot of the the real emotion going into it um maybe it has something to do with like the way that the vocals are produced that normally like normally i don't connect with them as much as i did on this song yeah uh i mean if it wasn't her singing it could easily just be like uh this is mainstream garbage Right. But, and Melody was kind of, you know, strong, and mostly her voice was, you know. Yeah. Um, God, I'm like, I'm instantly comparing it to the first one, because, like, <laughs> I kind of like the, the groove of the first one more, mm-hmm. but the vocals of the first song are, like, kind of whatever. Right. Whereas this one actually has, like, some sort of emotional content. Yeah, for sure. Which is more interesting to me. Well, and, like, this song is is kind of, like... The lyrics are kind of the classic, like, you know, I helped bring you up from nothing and then you walk all over my kindness kind of, kind of a song. Which is something that I think we've even heard before, like, on this podcast. Mm. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. There was there was something about this one that definitely um, it rang kind of like more true than a lot of the other ones. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked the I liked the production on this one a lot actually. Um, it had sort of a it had an interesting contrast between like a lot of the sort of like dreamy qualities of the instruments that were in the back with like the more kind of like harsh uh almost kind of like trap snares that were happening Hmm. i thought that was an interesting contrast i almost feel like i don't have a lot to say about this one just because i yeah same i enjoyed it but i didn't really (laughs) see (laughs) too much wrong with it um it was a pretty straightforward song it was like verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus it's pretty chill I think it is slightly forgettable, though. Yeah, I could I could see that. Like, it made, like, a little bit of an impression while I was listening, but I feel like that's not one of those lasting impression songs. Yeah. I think if I... I think I'd be able to recognize it if I heard it, like, on its own again, but I think if... Like, I don't know if I could recall it from memory if I were to, like, think about it. Yeah. Um, without me, yeah. With or without. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Bono, man. Oh Bono. Well, that was oh. with or without you. Yeah, but it's similar. Um, Bono <laughs> made a. Well, all of you two were like an Easter egg in the Bohemian Rhapsody film. Wait, really? Not the real Bono, but actors playing the U2. Really? Because U2 played at Live Aid. Oh, shit. And so as as Queen is, like, about to go on stage, you see U2 walking off stage. Mmm. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow, I did not even realize it's like, that. They're pretty, like, kind of, like, to the side. But if it's not, like, totally background, but... You know, everyone's just looking at Freddy. So, uh, but when they're like, the shots from like behind Freddy, and they're like about to walk on the stage. Oh yeah, you can see you two like walking off stage. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! I forget about how huge of a show Live Aid was. Like there were so many fucking bands that played that show. Yeah. Like they were listing them off. Like in the movie, they were listing off how many bands were playing. And it was, yeah, it was like you two, Elton John, like the Who. Led Zeppelin reuned, reunited. I mean, reuned. That's, that's right. They, well, they did reune. Yeah. <laughs> Their set was like disappointing, though. Oh, was it? Yeah. What was it disappointing? I don't like, know if John Paul Jones was. I think he played bass, but I don't remember who it was for sure. Oh shit. Um, was like well, the quality weird, or was it the song choices that were weird? Uh, I think they just weren't happy with their performance. Oh. Okay. I think they were like kind of rusty and didn't rehearse enough. And they just didn't feel like they did Led Zeppelin justice. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that's one of the reasons why that some of, most of the members were saying, like, they never felt like Led Zeppelin had, like, a really good reuniting show. Oh, I see. And they wanted to have at least one final show that was, like, they felt proud of, so, like, it, the Zeppelin could be closed on, like, a better, you know chapter or whatever you know right they just felt like all the post bottom shows were not g- good yeah and they wanted to finally do a good one and so that's what the o2 arena was about which i thought was a great performance oh uh, okay yeah yeah i think i've i think i've heard parts of that one mm-hmm. and it sounds really great yeah, it's 2007 there's yeah some of the tr- some of that some of those performances are really amazing yeah 
especially uh, when they did Cashmere, it came out really well. I was going to say, that's yeah. the one that with the really awesome live Cashmere. Yeah. Is that the one that's like, that's like 10 minutes long? Yeah, probably. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy that, um, that Jimmy Page and Robert Plant both like, I don't know. They both retain their skills after so long. Like John Paul Jones is like, I don't know. Especially Robert Plant. I mean, like, that voice is just, like... I don't know how he still can do that. <laughs> like, it seems like, a, it seems like a lot of strain on his voice, too. Um, wait, actually... Okay, okay, this is a really important side note for me to bring up right now. Have you heard of the band Greta Van Fleet? Oh... I don't do, I don't know if we talked about them on podcast, but we did talk about them a little bit. Okay, I don't think we've talked about them on the podcast. Yeah, they, I, don't, they don't deserve it. Yeah, you don't think so? No. So, for context for people listening who don't know who they are, Greta Van Fleet is a band that has rose to prominence recently because, among other things, they emulate a '70s hard rock sound, or more specifically, they basically sound like Led Zeppelin, like to the point where it's uncanny. Like their lead singer does all of the Robert Plantisms that it's 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 very it seems very like knockoffish to me. Yeah, it's it's just total ripoff. It's yeah. Not, uh, literally, the tone of his voice and the way he's delivering is like Robert Plant. Like it's so similar that it's like fuck. This is a good like. Led Zepp again guy But then what's even more annoying is that He, he steals the same ad lib Phrases Yeah, It's like oh my god like, Do you have to steal that too Like, Yeah What the fuck It's really oh str- it's, it's really really like uncanny How he's basically mapped out <laughs> Like Robert Plant's entire like thing Um I think what annoys me about them is, like, when I listen to their music, like, it sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin, but the songwriting is just, like, not nearly as good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I understand. Everything is not as good. Like, literally yeah. every aspect of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I don't. I could go on, but it's not, it's not worth it to me. Yeah. Um, I just think that's an interesting thing that is happening, like, now in music. Like, I would have thought that someone would have tried to pull a stunt like that, like, right when Led Zeppelin was huge. But to do it so much later, I feel like is, is interesting. Um, I don't know if it's interesting enough to talk about more here, but I don't know. It definitely, it, that definitely seems disingenuous to me. And, like, I get... I think I think people who like them are just people that like really want a hard rock band to make to come to prominence in like 2018, which like I want that too, believe me. But it's not the right way to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, no, f- fuck that band. What's the next song? <laughs> Josh is decidedly over it. Um, well, well, my friend, the next song is called Mo Bamba. It's by someone named Sheck Wes. 
I have no idea what this is gonna sound like. Wait, m- no. Mo, okay. Mo Bamba. Alright, let's do it. Check Wes. Let's fucking go. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, that was a song that happened. Um, I just don't even want to talk about it. It's it's not even that it was a bad song. It was just a very <laughs> boring as shit song. Like, no, it was... Nothing happened. It was just like... It was like two and a half minutes of just like it was so repetitive. It was yeah. And his voice was so annoying. It was really annoying. Um, lyrics. It's like he's the message he's putting forth is so garbage. <laughs> it's really. It's like hey, I'm I'm acting like a garbage human, and I'm gonna make a song about it. Hooray! Let's all like enjoy being like garbage humans. <laughs> It's like no, I don't. I don't want to act like a garbage human. Yeah, I'm not like entertained by you acting like one. Also, like if you, this is gonna sound weird. If you're gonna be a garbage human, at least make it interesting for me to listen to. You know, like yeah. Goddamn. I feel like what he was doing would have been interesting if it was just the chorus, but oh my god, it was like the whole song. With the fucking long notes. That was bad. That was like that's potential bottom five. I don't know if it'll get there, but that's potential bottom it's, five. It's it's tried real hard to get there. <laughs> it's making a solid case. Um dude, also he 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 fucked your hoe and she didn't even let you know. How inconsiderate yeah. of her to not tell you. Um, maybe it's because she was fucking embarrassed because this song is trash. Maybe that's why she didn't want to let you know. She's not at home, man. <laughs> Josh is like, I'm going to come up the bat for this. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stop calling everyone hoes. Seriously. It's a lot of, it's a lot of hoes getting thrown around in these songs. I don't know if I appreciate it. Um... Well, yeah, what what else is there to talk about in this I song? Have nothing to say. <laughs> that was, I was just, wow. That uh, was, yeah, that E G H T. Yeah. All that needs to be said. <laughs> just, ugh. God. Dude, and so someone <laughs> I was talking to was comparing Sheck West to. JPEG Mafia, which I don't know if you know who JPEG Mafia is. No. He's like an experimental hip hop artist. Oh yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah. And I was like, dude, this is not even close to that. This is like a <clears throat> like calling this experimental is like a disrespect to experimental hip hop. Like it doesn't even. This is not. No way is this experimental. This is so it's boring. A kind of, this is the. This is the like. I'm 15 and just got Garage Bear and Experimental. Yeah. Not the, like, legit Experimental. 
It's like experimenting with my patience. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. That was a good one. That was a zinger. <laughs> Zing. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe... <laughs> It was experimenting with my patience. <laughs> it was. I almost just like, yeah. I was like, am I gonna, am I gonna flip out now or am I gonna flip out later? I don't know. Am I gonna bite my tongue till I bleed now, or, <laughs> or am I just gonna punch something? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to think of the only thing I could think of that was even remotely interesting is when he interrupted his own, like, his own mediocre kind of like droning to go into a verse but it was only one time and then the song was done it's like that should have happened like literally like maybe 20 seconds of, no. 20 seconds into the song it would have been interesting at least the most interesting part was when it ended <laughs> and then we just got on with our lives like damn that was the most <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting part is when I was no longer listening to this song. When it was over, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess let's move on. Fuck that song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in the context of the rest of this album, it would it would make sense. But as a standalone song, there's just nothing to go on. There's nothing yeah, the, there. The rest of the tracks are so great that they just were like, we need to give you some shit so you can... <laughs> Not explode. Like, we just need to give this to you, like, completely out of context so that when you listen to it, you think it's trash. So then when you hear the album, the rest of it in comparison will sound really good. Yeah. Um, fuck, dude. Well, that brings us to the last song of the night, which, uh, I feel like has come kind of quickly. I feel like I've still got, like, at least half of my 40 left. Ah, shit, time to... Oh, fuck, so do I. (laughs) Well, let's see how this next song goes. I thought I was drinking. I wasn't. Apparently, I was not. I wasn't either. Well, let's see how this next song goes. I was not. I was not. I did not. (laughs) I did not hit her. I did not hit her. This is bullshit. I did not. (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Um, Okay, wait. Well, because this clip is really short and we need to drink more, let's talk about our favorite elements of the room. Um, let's just drink more <laughs> while we go to the next. Oh, uh, you just want to? Okay. Um, uh, well, real quick, I don't know. You go first. I mean, my favorite moment clearly is the flower shop. That entire <laughs> sequence is fucking gold. <laughs> so good. It's like it's like <laughs> if if you were to distill the entirety of that movie into one single sequence, it would be that. And that would explain everything no, about for the me movie. It would be the sex, the sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, not even close. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, the sex scenes are also pretty indicative of indicative uh, of the rest of the movie. Yeah, the flower shop. That might be the best. Yeah. I think I think the reason why I love it so much is because it raises so many questions in such a short amount of time. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, how does, how does, how do they, how does Mark and the Flower Lady know each other? Why is he her, her best customer? Why does it seem like she doesn't recognize him when he enters, but then compliments him upon his leaving? Why is there a pug on the counter? Why is it not moving? <laughs> Why is it so chill? Um, what? <laughs> Why is it such a huge flower shop and yet it seems like getting roses you have to special request from the counter and they're not just like there? Yeah. There's just so many questions. 
What's the name? Wait, what was the last song? Did you say already? No, I didn't. I was I was uh, keeping it in suspense for, you know. I'm worried it's going to be Imagine Dragons. It's not. Okay. It's Panic at the Disco. Oh, okay. Which actually I'm kind of excited for. They have a new album out, um, which I have definitely not heard. Um... They kind of stopped being panic after their second record, though. Well, it's because they took the exclamation point out. Like, the, like who are oh. who are they? I didn't know they did that. But no, because the like the one of the main creative forces, the guitar player, left after the um, Nine in the Afternoon album. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it just became like a more pop-oriented Brandon Urie thing. Yeah, I kind of always consider Panic to be like Brandon Urie's thing, right? No, it was like. At least equally the guitar player. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well. In terms of, like, the creative, you know, source. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. Uh, well, this song is called High Hopes. <coughs> I would say I have high hopes for this song, but honestly, I don't really uh, know what to... Oh, don't be sorry. Um, I don't really know what to expect, so I don't really know how high I should set my hopes for this one. But uh, Honest, I'm expecting like a kind of pop whatever song. Yeah, because that's the last Panics thing I heard. But maybe, maybe it'd be cool. I don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah, let's find out. Man, I don't I don't know how I felt about that song. Um, I kind of was like, <sighs> I think I wanted to like it more than I did. I think is my ultimate feeling on it. It was, yeah. Like it wasn't bad, but it wasn't necessarily good. It was bad. <laughs> you thought it was bad. Uh, yeah. I think I liked it until the chorus hit, and I think the chorus was kind of, like, annoying. The lyrics are super generic. Yeah. And it's just, it's so overproduced that it kind of sucks out the interesting, unique quality of his voice. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's just mainstream whatever. (laughs) It's like, do you like Kit Kats? It's not Kit Kat's not a good comparison because I like Kit Kats. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's just you know like M and M's. I like peanut M and M's. Regular M and M's, not so much. Oh, I can't have peanut M and M's. So yeah, missing out. <laughs> sure, I know. People were always like, people were always told me that that peanut M and M's and Reese's were the two things I was missing out on the most. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> what are more things you can't enjoy that I love? <laughs> um, salmon. I can't have salmon. Salmon's all right. Yeah? Well, it's, uh, it's not as good as Reese's, though. No, salmon's good. But they're totally different. That's true. Um, they're both more enjoyable than this <laughs> song, though. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Oh man, you know I think I think the I think my my reason why I'm conflicted is because I liked that I there were little touches throughout the song that I could tell was very like Brandon Yuri, 
like having the horns, having the strings, like those were all very very lovely and nice to hear. But man, the song, the structure of the song, the writing of the song was so basic. I think that was what was the hardest part for me. Is like I could mm. tell that it was trying to overcome like how simple its songwriting was, but I just don't think it could do it in the end. You know. Like I, like I could tell I could tell that it was trying to be like the, a, another night in the afternoon, you know. All of this stuff is like so not interesting or relatable to me. Yeah, it's just not. It's sad. Like <laughs> It's not sad, it's just like all of these songs just don't say anything to me. Like yeah. Musically, there's a couple pockets of like a couple songs that I was like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of groovy," but like lyrically, none of these songs like do anything for me. Like, yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I think when, especially with this wave, with these four songs that we've listened to tonight, I think at this point I'm pretty much just throwing out all the lyrics because like none of them mean anything to me. So. With that being said, I think because I'm not paying attention to the lyrics as much, I'm basically only paying attention to, like, the production and, like, the structures of the songs. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I'm basing my overall view on. Um... Because, like, honestly, this song sounded like it could have been one of those new Fallout Boy songs, and I... And, like, with the production on Brandon's voice, it sounded so much like Patrick Stump that I honestly couldn't tell the difference sometimes. That name is so awesome. Patrick Stump. Mm -hmm. That's a great name. And Patrick Stump is a phenomenal singer, too, but, again... I saw him live. Like, at like... At the Roxy. Like, just him? No, Fall Out Boy. Oh, sick. At the Roxy. How long ago? Mm. I want to say four and a half years, four years. Oh, that's like not that long Five ago. Years. I was on a date. Oh, shit. Oh, How were they? The date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Um, surprise, surprise, there was a double date. They were tight, like, it was, like they played a lot, I mean, Fall Out Boy's not my huge, I'm not, like, super new to them, but yeah. they were cool, I mean, th their new songs were super poppy, and yeah. bangers, and <laughs> my date was all, you know, we were just, it's a crowded room, so we we're close together, that was cool. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Oh, you said that. <laughs> I'm just gonna get a replay on that right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure that was nice. Like honestly, I would not have gone, but she wanted to go. So, well, and like you know, it's still live music, so like, yeah. there's something to yeah. enjoy about it. Yeah. No, it was it was a very enjoyable. Like show, but just in Close terms of like, would I go want to go see that band? No, but right. yeah. For me, it's like, would I want to see that band like in the late '90s, early 2000s? Yeah, that'd be fun as hell. But That's borderline, yeah. Would I that era? But would I want to see them now? Like, eh, if they were like at a festival and I happen to be. Oh, my sister! My sister ran into and said hi to Pete Wentz. Oh, really? When she was like hiking Runyon Canyon. Oh, I think 
That sounds familiar. I think yeah. he, she might have talked about that. That's so funny. He was walking his dog. That's amazing. I don't. I wouldn't even know what Pete Wentz looks like. He's cute and short. Hey, there you go. Yeah. I've heard that Patrick Stump is also cute and short. Yeah. So, just a couple of shorties. He reminds me so much of, um, like, Pippin from the <laughs> Pete Wentz? No, 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 no. Patrick Stump. Oh. He's, like, red-haired. He's oh. Short. Yeah, yeah. He's probably a hobbit. He's a hobbit. No doubt. I always thought that Patrick Stump and, like, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Oh, God. Liam Neeson? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Not Lou but yes. <laughs> I wish. Um, no, what the fuck is his name? Um, the dude that did Shape of You and uh, Perfect. Ed Sheeran. I was at that Patrick oh. Stump and Ed Sheeran looked kind of similar. They do. Fuck. <laughs> what if they're the same person? <laughs> Maybe. Illuminati again. Question everything. Uh. <laughs> keep, keep asking questions. Uh, yeah, I always thought they could be like relatives or something, or like cousins. Yeah. The thing is, is that Ed Sheeran is definitely has an accent, and Patrick Stump definitely does not. But he could easily be faking the accent. So it's all a ruse. Mm -hmm. All right, let's rank him. All right. Fuck, man. I mean, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know, Josh. I know which is my top and which is my bottom, but the middle two are very, like, question mark to me. Well, you should start, because I don't know my top. Okay. Um, my top is the Halsey song, for sure. Okay. Um, it was just the most... It was the most sincere... Yeah. To me, it was the most interest. It was the most interesting, despite this last song. Um... It just it just felt like the most like fucking like put together of a song, you know? If it, it felt like a fucking song <laughs> that I could be like, yes, this is a composed piece. This is a finished product. Oh man, that's funny. Cool. <laughs> like it's it's number one because the other ones didn't quite qualify as an actual song. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me, they didn't. Yeah. Uh fuck. Um Okay. Okay, so that's my number one. Oh god, dude. I don't fucking this is this is a this is actually a really tough episode because everything was just vague enough that like it doesn't really stand out. So it's like how do you rank them? I think let me see. I'm pretty sure ZZ the first song we heard, I'm pretty sure that's my number two. Yeah. Uh, basically only for the steel drum part. <laughs> um, but also because, like, it sounds like they're having fun. Like you said, their flows fit the, the, the backing track really well. Yeah. So it's, it's the second closest to sounding like an actual song. Um, right. So I will say that that's my number two. Um... Despite the fact that I just could not tell any of the any of the features apart on that song at all, but you know, except for Kodak Black because his style is very specific. Um, number three, I think, is this one, the Panic at the Disco song, mm -hmm. um, because it tried really hard and it got so far, but in the end, it didn't quite matter. Nope. 
at all. I mean, the, like, the horns were fun, the strings were fun, <laughs> Brandon's voice was fun when you could hear it under all of the production. Yeah. But, yeah, it just sounded like a fucking normal-ass 2000, like, later 2000s-era generic-ass pop song. Which really is disappointing, because I know that Brandon Yuri is way more creative than that, so I'm a little disappointed that that's kind of where that went. Um, and then number four is the fucking Bo, Bo Mamba, right? Yeah. Mo, Mo Bamba? Mo Bamba. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that song. I mean, <laughs> not fuck that song, but um, because it's not even really a song, right? It's just like a dude droning for like three minutes. It's like, I would never fuck that song. <laughs> I have more self-respect than that. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So do it. Do it. Uh, do it. No. <clears throat> do it. Do it. <laughs> Dude, have you seen? Have you seen? Dude. The, <laughs> there's an edit of the Luke, of the, the, it, yeah. the Luke Vader fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All their hits are do it. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my god, it's amazing. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. I love. I, I, I'm pretty sure when Vader throws his saber, it's like a do it. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like an extended do it. Do uh, it. <laughs> It never gets old. Uh, no, it um, never will. <laughs> so number one, fuck. Okay, I was gonna say the housey song, uh-huh. but I know, I know that if I had to listen to those songs more and more, that eventually the housey song would get annoying mm. faster than the ZZ song. Okay, because the ZZ song, like the groove. And the steel drum melody, like, that shit just won't get old. Like, that's a good groove and a good hook. That's fair. So that's got to be number one. And then House, he's a close second. Because okay. it's, like, actually has this sort of emo- interesting or, uh, you know, evocative, emotional vocal performance. Yeah. Three, for sure, Panic of the Disco, because it's just a bad song. But it's not nearly as terrible. <laughs> As the other one, so Word. yeah, it's pretty. I was just like going back and forth on my top two, but I knew the bottom two for sure. Yeah, so um, yo, our bottom five is gonna be super interesting this season because uh, I feel like I feel like almost every episode we have a song where it's like, oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be bottom five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. We've definitely had more songs that we've said that about than there are bottom five slots. So I am fascinated to see what happens. I don't think I know which is my worst, which is my least favorite, though. Out of all the ones we've heard, I know which ones will definitely be on the bottom five, but I don't know which one will be the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the hard part, is knowing that they're all going to be there. But then once you actually have to, like, rank them from there, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I I do wonder if <laughs> if both our bottom fives are going to be the same songs, but just, like, in a different order. Probably. Fuck. Probably, yeah. I mean, we have a, we have a fucking DJ song... We have an Imagine Dragons song. We have a slew of other songs that are just awful. 
So who knows, man? Anything could happen. Mm. Um, but that concludes this episode of Forties on Forties. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. Of as always, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in as always. Um, you guys are the best. Um, yeah, tune in next week for more exciting Top 40s coverage. I swear that we will get back on a regular schedule eventually. Um, this last this last couple of weeks, we've had a lot of technical difficulties and busy schedules and such, but we're going to try to get back to it. So, sorry about that, but stay tuned. We have lots more. Um, we'll try to do some more guest spots as well, if we can manage it. So, uh, in the meantime, you guys stay safe out there. Hope you're having a lovely day or night, wherever you are, whatever time of day you might be listening. And uh, until next time, I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And you're great. Thanks, wow. guys. Mwah! <laughs> <laughs>